0: Hi, welcome to a brand new episode of Baffled, your favourite fact podcast is back. My name's Dan, thank you for being there. A big bunch of facts for you this week. We will decide whether they are worth sharing or worth chucking into the bin of nonsense. On my end this week, we'll find out why the world does not exist. Also, how manatees stay afloat and someone too annoying for their own country. Mark is also here. Right, this week for you, I've got facts about a bad time for IBS aladdin and how magic is used in wars talking of ibs in general stench connor's here stench yeah
1: ibs yeah i don't smell
0: yeah uh, leicester city today
1: and a bit of snackage doubler
0: <laughs> double snackage it's a brand new episode of baffled stay there
2: one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes
0: nice dress uh it's a it's a t-shirt Once again, I, I'll invite you into the studio that we're recording. Mark and I sat here with our laptops primed ahead of us. Connor, two minutes before recording, said, Oh, anyone, anyone got a print around here? Comes in with three three lines on a folded sheet of A4. <sighs> I enjoy that you printed it A4 and then just got it folded off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you need, don't, you... don't need half of this bit of paper. Mm-hmm. Hold it up. You could have used big, bigger font for that. Yeah, I probably
1: could have used bigger font. Yeah, well, the problem is is that we obviously do this and we do the Connor Explains, but I need my laptop to charge, so I had to print this today.
0: Give us your first fact from that measly slip of paper.
1: Leicester City, they're a Premier League football team for the American listeners that may not know. Um, The
0: EPL.
1: The EPL, yeah. So Leicester City winning the 2015-2016 Premier League title is believed to be the single greatest long shot championship in sports history. Before the season began, they were facing 5,000... To one odds, and that is the lowest odds that have ever been on a winning championship team.
0: this is in living memory. Like I, I, I like I know, like I remember all this. You remember the odds, do you? Yeah, I remember it being 5, to off, one Off the head, five thousand yeah, five. It was to very one. well reported at the time. Yeah, yeah, well that's the fact. <laughs> that's the so, fact. So the fact is they had the worst odds at the start of the season for a championship winning side.
1: But no, so it has been said that that is the single greatest long shot championship in sports history.
0: As in like someone just said that or is in that's like actual science? No, no, actual,
1: actual science. When you look at like how good they are as a club, when you look at like what they've achieved, etc, cetera, etc, cetera, they are. I mean, I probably agree with that. I can't think of any other examples. No. They were. I mean, they were having a bit of a shocker pre twenty fifteen season, and then bang, they won the league.
0: Well, that's what made the story so remarkable. It was indeed. Yeah. They w- miraculously managed to save themselves from, from relegation after a terrible start to the season. Before, went on a huge winning run. Fired. Well, that manager got fired for various reasons. Then they hired a manager who everyone thought was done and dusted, and took his team of no-hopers to the win. But I was them. And then Andrea Pacelli sang Nessun Dorma. I bet I remember. That was good, wasn't it? Yeah. He gave them, uh, Claudia Ranieri, I think, gave them a pizza every time they won. A oh, pizza? Pizza, yeah. You feel like that would be, I mean, it's fine for like the first one. It starts getting a bit expensive, but also, suddenly Leicester City become quite a fat football team. Well, look, look at the statistic here. 5,000 to 1, that fact that you absolutely remembered. Did you not remember it was 5,000 to 1 odds?
1: No. I read it, I was like, I never knew that.
0: I just remember it being like like widely known at the time.
1: Yeah, no. I think it's a great
0: fact. I feel like it's worth saying to any listeners, if like you listen to this podcast and like you know browse Twitter or the news at the same time, don't bother. Connor's gonna give you two bits of news from this week <laughs> later on as his next week.
1: Absolutely, yeah. Great that's a fantastic fact. For people that don't know that fact, that is brilliant.
0: What is the fact?
1: Did you not hear me on the third time?
0: <laughs> okay, so <laughs> let him get a little bit of paper and read out that one line again. Leicester
1: City winning the twenty fifteen Premier League title. Is believed to be the single greatest long shot in championship sports history.
0: So so a few things.
1: Before the season began, they were facing five thousand to one odds. A few things. Five thousand to one. This
0: was only so it's six years ago now that they won the Premier League. Mm-hmm. People can remember that it was a long shot. Some people will remember that it was five thousand to one fact. You can't say this is a fact and then start it off with it is believed. Dot dot dot.
1: No, I started it off with Leicester City. Yeah. It's a great fact. <laughs> Stick that in your pipe and smoke it to start. Brilliant.
0: Mark, give us your first fact of the show. Splinter-free toilet paper hasn't always been a thing. it terrible for you, wouldn't it?
1: Can I just say, you come at me about my facts, and then we hear this.
0: <laughs> so, if you've just found... No, I don't... Hey, splinter-free toilet paper didn't get announced last week and was massive when in the view. When have splinters ever been related to toilet paper? Well, this is the problem. This but is if... the fact I'm about to give you. Imagine oh. for a second... So, you used to use wood. Imagine for a second, well paper is a you know descended from imagine for a second that you had splinters on your toilet paper you I would imagine as an IBS victim Mm. use much more toilet paper than most other people you also have to remember
1: I would use a tap
0: have to remember a douche
1: tap yeah Uh,
0: do you have a bidet do I have one yeah we're not going on holiday yeah Yeah. I use it too that's the dream in it for you brilliant you have to remember, if, you, if you've only just listened to this show, and this is the place you're starting from, I apologise. Last week, Mark did bring us the worst, the world's worst fact. I stand by that fact. would have been fine had you not jumped on it instantly. People have stopped me on the street to tell me how turgid that fact was. I've been in my awesome. car. Yeah. People said, oi, honk, honk, stop flashing your brake lights at me. I learnt the other day on Baffled that that'll make a traffic jam.
1: I reckon, I reckon when you listen, when you look at our listening... Minutes of the episode. It definitely ended at that point.
0: Plus 30, plus 30, plus 30, plus 30. Yeah, yeah. Right, tell me about splinters on your ass. Right, so toilet papers originated since the 6th century in China, but only in 1935 did splinter-free toilet paper become a thing that was actually advertised because up until that point, it was common to have splinters in your toilet roll due to how they made it. How did they make it? So they used to have what was called soft... And hard toilet paper. Soft was this new splinter-free toilet paper. This hard toilet paper was cheaper, but basically it was just recycled bits of paper and wood that was like mashed down and put together. Um, And that's what you wiped your backside with. And that's how you got splinters in your bum hole. Now, you, as a a long-term victim of IBS... How do like? What do you do? Is is it all paper? Do you use a tap? Is, have you got one of those extendable showers? Yeah,
1: you have a have a wipe, obviously, and sometimes just jump in the shower.
0: Jump straight in, yeah. If, if it's one of those jobbies. how many showers do you reckon you have a day?
1: Two, two. but I do that anyway, pre-IBS. Yeah,
0: <laughs> the good days,
1: the good days, yeah.
0: <laughs> P-I-B-S. ibs but
1: sometimes it is, you know, two, two showers a day. I like two showers a day, yeah.
0: Even with the cost of living nowadays, the old, the old energy price. I
1: haven't moved out just yet, so that will soon yeah. change. Yeah. <laughs> Um, He's going to go down to two a week. Yeah. yeah, two a week. Yeah, yeah. No, sometimes it's, it's, it's insane amounts of wipeage. Mm. You're talking a lot of sheets. Because I had to go from stop using two sheets to one sheet.
0: You are soon, we think, moving into your own place. Yeah. Have you budgeted for toilet paper? Nah. nah just, are, I, just find are, it. Are you like cheap as possible? Or are you like, got to be four ply, padded, luxury, bit of aloe vera in there? It did
1: actually baffle me how um, expensive toilet paper is.
0: Right, word of advice. Mm-hmm. Two things that you, you don't want to scrimp on cash. Mattress. You spend a third of your life on I've in a already got one. Just make sure it's comfortable. I've got memory foam one. Brilliant. Two, toilet paper. Mm. Do not scrimp yeah. on toilet paper. I would say tea bags as well, but I don't know how much you drink tea.
1: Yorkshire tea every day.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm iffy about that. What, Yorkshire tea? Yeah, I prefer twinings. Or red label, actually. Anyway, we're not getting into this. Thank you. Was <laughs> there anything more? Uh, no. So, what, well, here's a question. Why did they invent... That toilet paper and why did it take them? Because they were was, sick of getting splinters. Why did take splinters their in their piles? I mean, why else did so it basically, be? Basically, so soft toilet paper came in in 1935. Two ply paper came in in 1942, and since then, it's got better and better for your bum. We've mm. never looked back. We've never looked back. Apart Quilted you, aloe vera. Apart from when you have to look back to, to wipe. Yeah. Was why that did part, it take them 1400 years though? I mean, that's was a it very part good of the question. advertisement? Was
1: it part of the advertisement? Yeah. Like you now won't get splinters anymore. Yeah. They were advertising it as splinter-free toilet paper. How do they advertise in the 30s? What do you mean, how do they advertise in the 30s? Same as they
0: do now. Put it on TikTok and Twitter, mate, obviously. Brilliant. My first fact of the show, statistically, the earth does not exist. I mean, seriously,
1: um, I could just call it a day now.
0: <laughs> I, I, I Pope... love this fact purely, purely for him. And his immediate reaction. 99.85% of everything in the solar system is in the sun. Another sp- even smaller percentage is Jupiter. Only 0.095% of everything else is the Earth, Uranus, Mercury, Venus, all the other planets. No- now, in statistics, that would be classed as a rounding error. So technically, in statistics, the Earth does not exist. I mean, this is a very big... Technically but My it, it word. Doesn't. My my
1: f- God. The if I if I exist. if I delivered this fact yeah, you, God you, you he wouldn't. would he would tear me a new one. If, if I delivered
0: this fact, this fact please. But when Dan may I? when Dan does may it. May I may I you wouldn't d- can't do this fact because you'd be asleep halfway through. You couldn't do this fact, Mark, because everyone else would be asleep halfway through.
1: Oh yeah, but when you deliver it, it's intriguing. Wow. Yeah, I'm right on board with this now.
0: That's fascinating that statistically the earth does not exist. Well, statistically, it obviously does because we're
1: existing right now on it.
0: But statistically, it does not.
1: Well, yeah, but it does because I'm here. Oh, I'm a living person on the Earth right this very minute that we are recording.
0: How do you know that? What do you mean, how uh, do... Or, or you oh, here, be, you here we go. Here we go. You might not be living for much longer, mate. Here we go. I'm oh, not your f***ing <laughs> blocker. Here we go. 99.85% <laughs> of everything in the solar system is in the sun. Less than 0.1% of, of all the other mouse is in the rest of the planet. Statistically, we don't exist. I mean, that just depends on how many decimal places you want to go down to. But they have a thing in statistics, which is a rounding error. And normally, if you're within 0.1%, kind of disregard it. Did you get this from Reddit? No, 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 no. It's a Reddit source, isn't it? This is his own research. This is is what he spends his Friday, Saturday nights doing. This is
1: nonsense, mate.
0: Did you see the other day... Because we do exist. Did you see the other day, (laughs) speaking of Reddit, did you see the guy from Reddit, uh, from a a sub called Anti-Work... He went on to like an American talk show mm. to, disp- to explain why he, he does not want to work and why the people in his chain club do not want to work. And, I mean, honestly, they put up the wrong guy. If you're trying to prove to these people that the internet nerds are not what they are, really, you shouldn't have put this guy up. No. <laughs> Re- I mean, honestly. did he tick every box. Honestly. You wondered what he had on the other monitors. Oh. It was that kind of stuff. Ah. If you get a watch that video. I mean, if you're a listener, mate. Welcome along. Yeah, welcome. Yeah.
1: Um, I don't enjoy uh, the, uh, the strap line Amazing facts that are complete nonsense. In the words of our this. very
0: own Connor, greatest fact, great fact that, great no, fact.
1: I think me and Mark are probably on the same level there. Great fact. Man. I would say. but, yeah, you're but not... you
0: can't trust. You can't trust Traffic Jam Boy over it. <laughs> I mean, that was. You funny. can't trust. I do sometimes... You can't I... trust break Light Billy to my right. You can't. <laughs> Genuinely,
1: trust I have PTSD from that fact.
0: <laughs> Connor, give us your second fact to the show.
1: So the actor Tom Felton, Draco Malfoy, if people don't know. Yeah. Um, so Tom Felton's Hogwarts robe pockets had to be sewn shut during the filming of Harry Potter to prevent him from taking food on set. Oh. He was known for loads of snacks. So after the third film, 2004's Prisoner of Azkaban, they had to do that. They had to do it straight away. They were like, right, we've got to change this. He come out and said, the robes had these huge pockets in them.
0: I remember them well. <laughs> You knew that was coming. Yeah, You, you bring knew bringing Farfait. this fact to the show. I wore those robes. He was about to go, oh, I remember when I was in Harry Potter. And they he said, he said, the,
1: the robes had these huge pockets. The rumour was that he sewed them up after the third film because I was sneaking food and drink onto set. I thought we felt different.
0: <laughs> on so the man himself is still saying the rumour says. Yeah. <laughs> so even he hasn't confirmed <laughs> this.
1: So he sewed his pockets up and then I've got another snack fact about films for you next.
0: Oh, so stay there. So the fact is that they had to sew up the pockets. Yeah, so kept...
1: they had to sew up the pockets because when he was young, he kept going on set with loads of snacks. And apparently, during filming, he would literally be sitting there, scoffing his face, thinking he wasn't on camera when actually he was still in view.
0: <laughs> how much do you reckon Tom Felton charges for a cameo video message? How much? Five hundred and seventeen pounds. Wow. I mean, That's how much do you? Amount. I mean,
1: you were in the same hall as him. How much do you charge?
0: No more than fifty. You can get through more.
1: What about the fans of the local Amdram you You done A bit higher?
0: No, it depends what I've been in. Depends yeah. What they, what, what show they name? Still, if, they, if they know me from when I gave my Orestes in Electra, they like um, do charge quite a lot. That still a to this day,
1: show. still to this day, I, I think the best moment of baffled in the two years is when you said you needed a break after your <laughs> show performances you had done.
0: I mean, in fairness, he, he had gone big time in Rosemary Time.
1: Yeah, and he, you were like, I needed a break. God, <laughs> God. <laughs> he, he was,
0: done a little bit of Harry Potter, a bit of Rosemary Time, a bit of um, jamming. Do
1: you, on you feel like you've Just had a, a successful acting career then?
0: It's not. It's not quite reached the heights that I had dreamed. I'll be honest. Hmm. Wouldn't is, be here. Is being on this podcast helping or hindering those dreams? Depends what we talk about. When <laughs> I'm when I'm bringing kick-ass facts like the one about this, the Earth not existing. Hold on,
1: Rosemary in Time.
0: Yeah, big time. What's that then? Oh, it was an ITV tea time drama. Tea time drama with Pam Ferris and uh, Felicity Kendall. They when played... did you play?
1: When did you play? I'll
0: get there. They played two friends, gardeners who would solve crimes. Rosemary and time. Like Rosemary Pace. and time. I played boy in school it, was, it, it on it, it You were really typecast, weren't you? Um, boy in Hogwarts. Did you have boy in school? No, no, no. Did no. you have lines? Yeah, all, well, the, well, all well, the actors <laughs> did. Massively high on cocaine. Define. Define.
1: Did you speak on camera?
0: Well, well you it uh, into the final. Gen, cut. Genuinely,
1: for somebody that left school to pursue acting, you've had a. <laughs> shocker there we go i didn't leave
0: school to do you know what acting. do you know
1: what you're a friend of mine dan and i respect I didn't it but leave f- to be sure f- for you to have left school and gone mum dad i want to be an actor what a nightmare at, <laughs> at the age
0: did... of nine it was a bold move what
1: a nightmare genuinely that's like somebody leaving school going i want to be a footballer and they play sunday league I awful would,
0: i would have been 12 at the time i probably i made noise i made a noise on camera ah made a scream
1: and then was that sort of what made you think what well, i'm destined for the stars
0: yeah big time take God. a break
1: i mean you got actors here tom felton that actually have done stuff talking about their things being sewed up and all that and then there's you
0: then a few years later i gave my uh wheelbarrow pusher in the Taming of the shrew Very did good.
1: they pay you for these things
0: <laughs> i well, i got paid to do the Do you have an work? agent yeah, I got had an extra. You agent had an game. agent, and they well, an ex, but, a cut, look like an extra, agent and they
1: were yeah. happy just keeping you on the books with the stuff you were delivering. What do you
0: say? An extra agent is it an agent to get you extra work, or is it? it was an extra pretending to be an agent that well, you no. may be my agent? No, an extra, and I have too. Was
1: it collective yeah, agents where you pa- where you pay monthly? Right,
0: f- off. do you know what?
1: Right, do you know what? Can I just say something? If I was an agent, right, and I was working no, to what? try and get this guy work, and his previous job was wheelbarrow pushing on the local TV show, <laughs> I mean, he would be dropped.
0: Look, no one's, come, no one's come for this.
1: I was in a film. What were you in? I was in a film with Elle Flannin.
0: Green Street.
1: I was in a film with Elle Flanning and her Fanning. sister. L. Fanning. Fanning. That's it, Fanning. Dakota Fanning. Dakota sister. Fanning, yeah. What were you? Can't remember the name of the film now. I cycled down the side of a uh, protest, facing shot.
0: Right, so I'll t- I tell you a little strobe's secret that I learned when I was on the films. <laughs> oh, they hold give, on, hold on. They give, they give all of the <laughs> actors have to be on bikes because they can't trust them to walk. So if you're on a bike... That's because you were Bobbin's son. Do
1: you know what, mate? You was pursuing an acting career and the most you've done is push a wheelbarrow. So (laughs) let's just leave it there.
0: Mark, give us your second fact of the show. The CIA hired a magician to teach agents tricks they could use during the Cold War. I love it. Why would they need a magic trick? So there were some highly classified manuals written in the early 1980s by American magician John Mulholland. And they basically detailed how you could use magic and sleight of hand to enhance the art of espionage. <laughs> yeah, go on. How can you do that? How, how, how can... So did it work? <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, so it was sleight of hand techniques on things such as stealing documents or slipping poison into enemies' drinks. So it wasn't actually teaching the magic tricks. It was how you can use sleight of hand... <sighs> Okay. Do, do, uh, why why are you laughing? <laughs> because you're
1: literally not even 20% through the fact. Dan looks at me. You can put this on Instagram so we see what I'm doing he goes.
0: <laughs> no, it was only because I thought that was a great line but it was just it was just that look. There's just I don't want this to be look, a Just because I'm not from your high life
1: acting world. There was
0: just something about the way you explained it and all facts.
1: I think it's good. I like it. Yeah. So they paid these it was obviously there was a benefit in this, right? So it's like you could you could become that to teach people that what? that could be a, that could be an occupation.
0: What, <laughs> what are you going on? Like? No, they got a magician to teach to like write a book to teach the spies. Yeah, yeah, but how to better use. As in what I'm saying is,
1: could you become a magician to teach that? If you know what I mean, you had to know that you. No, were No, it, to... it wasn't like
0: a class they offered. Going, no. hey, do you want to come along to no, magician sleight of hand? They just got a magician in to teach spies.
1: All
0: right. So uh, yeah, so and you teach them like little little magic tricks. Just
1: what for card am I think when of? they're free flying and yeah, wrong. And just, you know, Get to
0: the gulag. Yeah, when they when they're caught by someone and go, will you let me out if I guess what your card is? And you what know, did the spies all those big situations? What would the spies a... do with the magic? Uh, it was a sleight of hand, so stuff like slipping poison into drinks or uh, removing documents without being seen and various stuff like that. I think this is a bad <laughs> idea. What what what? You know, this guy is the leader of the CIA or whatever. Surely there are better things you can be doing than saying, "Eureka, let's." Mm get magi- old David Blaine to teach him how to make his thumb do the trick where it's not there anymore. I guess I agree, but so I this guess book I... isn't teaching the magic tricks. It's using... It's a book, is it? Yeah, it was a book that was written. I guess I... That was the second line where you were rolling your eyes at Connor.
1: I get what you're saying, but I also see the benefit too because you do have to get documents and do those type of things. So knowing how to do it discreetly
0: basically saves your life. Yeah, yeah and guess. this was during the Cold War where, of course, there was just spies upon... You know, spies spying on spies, spying on spies, spying on spies yeah and low degrees and, and low degrees yeah mm-hmm. it would have been easy for them to hide all the documents with those thick coats they'd have to Absolutely, wear yeah, yeah there we go yeah second fact of the show for Simo. god <laughs> he's just really really annoying isn't he over the years you know guest fest can't come soon enough because i've years, never seen him behave better he's created... than when he's like oh oh mr paul chowdhury i'm so sorry because you're famous
1: he's created something for himself isn't he he's given what? himself a nickname yeah. Told everyone he's got an acting career.
0: <laughs> big DWS with the second fact of the day. Manatees control how much they float by farting questions. Uh, what's what's the thing that you said at the beginning of what? A manatee. Oh come on, mate. Uh, I can't I, mean, I, I can't is. walk you through everything. I don't know what a manatee is. A manatee. It, it's like a big underwater creature, looks a bit like a fat dolphin crossed with a seal. Why, why would I Imagine just... if Dan was an underwater creature. Why would I care? You know, like really ugly and fat yeah. and just not nice. That's why, would I, that's why would I Why would I know amazing. what
1: that is? So it farts to keep itself above water.
0: But it controls when it farts. So when it needs to sink, it will have a little trump. When it wants to float, it will hold in a trump and conserve gas in the belly to make them float and rise. Kind of like a submarine.
1: I noticed that I can do that. When you breathe in in the bath, you rise.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's science. But the thing is, these are manatees. They're underwater creatures. And... The, they can control when and how they fart. The only way I can control when I'm fart is when I need to hold one in. And then you usually feel the clench. But they can force a fart. Do they,
1: uh, like, what do they eat and stuff? Because I assume that that can do with, like, catching prey and stuff like that. Is that why they have to go underwater and stay afloat? And like, I What's the point in keep going up and down all the time? I don't really get it. I don't really understand why they need to keep going up and down. Because well, the otherwise water.
0: they'd just be floating in a straight line.
1: Yeah, but why do they need to be at the top of the water or under the water? Well,
0: yeah, okay. Maybe, well, they're mammals, which means they need to—they breathe on top of the water. Oh, right. So they breathe the air, so they need to go to the surface. So they're at the, the top
1: of the water most of the time then?
0: Well, only when they breathe. I imagine they can hold their which
1: breath. Is for all quite the time. A, well, I imagine they can hold their breath so for quite a So basically, what long you're time. telling me is when they fart, they've gone under the water.
0: I imagine when they, they can hold their breath for quite a long time. They're sea cows, man. I'm sorry,
1: but I think you just told me that if a, if, if, if a dolphin farts, it sinks. Manatee. Manatee. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, what's the per- I don't breath- understand the purpose They, well, they, br- they breathe they- out the water They don't. If they're under the water They're going to die for that long
0: I don't know how, why you're making this fact more complicated because I, understand- be. oh, because I don't understand why they do this I just don't really get because it Because one time they might need to go down low to get food That's a manatee yeah. One time they might need to go down low to get food Then if they do need to go to the service to breathe They hold in a fart They conserve gas in their bellies and then if they want to dive down to get the food, then they have to force a fart out. Conjure it from nothing. That's impressive. Yeah. I can't, I can't just conjure a fart.
1: No. Oh, um, I can can't. It depends. Yeah, sure. I can hold it.
0: But it's amazing that they can regulate that underwater buoyancy. Yeah, yeah. no, yeah. I just didn't really understand
1: why they needed to keep going up to the top of the water and down again. I that's why I asked, what do they eat? Because I didn't know if they was farting to get down. If you said to me that there is something in the sea that farts to eat its its prey, I would I would love that. So I thought that they were they were always on top of the water. Then they'd fart, go down, eat, <laughs> fill themselves up, back to the top. Is that like the sound of the
0: farting or the eating? The eating. I think that's quite a cool they question.
1: Wa- they eat water grass, weeds, and algae. Yes,
0: yeah, so they're like mar- they're sea cows. Right,
1: and they walk on the floor in the water. What? I saw a picture of one of them walking they on walk- the seabed. Do they
0: walk. Yeah, they're like, like, like humans. Yeah, no, they're like, it had they're four like legs. big. Kind of dull they like not like walking cows. on the floor It's, it's like swimming like above it They're like big seals it Looks like a
1: hippo Meets a dolphin Yeah but without the legs What? Right.
0: If you want to see a fun I'm giving you loads of YouTube videos Just watch any video Of a manatee squashing into a glass And it'll make you laugh
1: Brilliant I think I'm fine But
0: cheers <laughs> Just have it to do Hello, sorry to interrupt your podcast. We didn't do that. It's just been magically done for us. We do a podcast, which I think you might like if you like this podcast. Our podcast is called The A to Z of Men with me, Chris Brooks. And me, Scott Robinson. And what's the podcast about, Scott?
1: I mean, what we're doing really is giving you an insight, a delve into the male mind. We're going through the alphabet letter by letter. I submit a word. Chris submits a word and we battle it out to see what word goes
0: into the A to Z of men. And you can get us wherever you get your podcast from. Just search for the A to Z of men.
2: There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care.
0: If you want to get in touch, by the way, it's info at bafflepod.com. If you've got any facts that you would like to hear, if you would like to to get any more statistics about how big the, the sun is in comparison with the solar system, info at bafflepod.com. We are also on TikTok and Instagram. And we've got this brand new YouTube channel, which we're all agog with. Uh, vid- whole videos of Connor Explains little snippets from our favourite bits from shows so far. Very well made, I must say so. Yeah, very well made. Don't ask for a badge, though, because you definitely won't get that. I need to let you in. So, Connor, as you might have heard on this show, and look, I don't mean to be mean. You can do (laughs) but when it turns into YouTube, you turn into the Fuhrer. I'm going to be completely honest with you, right? Honestly, like on the WhatsApp group, you've never made so much noise. When is that YouTube video going out? out, When is it going out? Hit
1: me out. YouTube consistency key. We know that. Also, the Connor does f*** call situation. You two have pulled the f- great shore. I've got lumped with Connor Explains every week. You two just sit here. Mark, most of the time we do that episode, says diddly f***ing
0: squat. And Dan sits there just asking questions. Oh, yeah. And I've got to do all the research. When were you big on you? When were you on YouTube? A few years ago. The algorithms <sighs> change a lot, so maybe they don't no, care it's about No, you, you just got to get up every day. Also, get up every day. we do more research for one show than you do for two. No, I don't agree. <laughs> It's in for bafflepod.com by the way. Make sure you watch the YouTube channels. I imagine we're baffled on there. Uh, Oh, yeah. Connor, give us last fact of the show.
1: Maybe switch hosts next week. (laughs) Uh, In the Avengers, any snack that Robert Downey Jr. eats was not scripted. This is a better snack fact. Um, So they had set people try and find and take these snacks away before filming. He would hide them in the sets well enough and pluck them from hiding places during the recording because it actually helped him with his character and helped him become better at acting. For example, in Dr. Banner's lab in The Avengers.
0: Yep. What what, what about in Dr. Banner's lab?
1: He eats a snack in it. What snack? I can't remember what the snack is. But yeah. (laughs) Is that not
0: written down on your one line there?
1: Yeah, so he used to put snacks around and put things on the side, so he would just, you know, be more of a character I through don't that.
0: do how I feel about Robert Downey Jr.
1: Oh sake, here we go. I just, feel oh God, well, do you know what I mean? Have... when I was doing Rosemary and Time, so, he was why fucking. Do you
0: beef with everyone who's more famous than you? Yeah, by the way, it's, it's everyone. everyone. I've never actually, so true. Dr- I've
1: never heard you say God, I really like no, him.
0: No, that's because you've never spoken about anyone that I like. Tom Holland, an actor you like? Yeah, I like Tom Holland. Why? Because he's really good in. Spider-Man. He's, he's really, really, he's really good. remarkable. Oh,
1: so Robert Downey Jr. and Iron Man. I
0: just think there's something very smug about Robert Downey Jr. Would you not That's be Iron Man?
1: He's Iron Man. He's Iron Man. He's worth so much money. He's so bloody famous. I think I'd be a bit smug. And you think, definitely would be smug. I think,
0: I think he's quite, smug already. Yeah. He doesn't even have the millions or the I, success. He had a local
1: Am and rose in time, and he walks around like I Robert th- Downey I, Jr. I, I, think,
0: I think some of some of these quirks are a bit affected. You know all. Oh, Oh, I hide snacks around because it helps me act. Does it? Does it really? Dan,
1: he's one of the best actors in the world. Is he? I think that's probably... He's fantastic actor. is am am Iron Man? Iron Man, Sherlock Holmes. Statistically speaking, he oh, is definitely sure. watch, the top.
0: I'll watch out for his Oscar-winning performances as Iron Man.
1: Sherlock Holmes? Great oh, films. Oh, look
0: at him. Look at him. Oh, Marvel. That's not real movies. Oh. No, I'm not saying they're not real movies. I'm saying, what is he doing in them?
1: Playing Iron Man, the what is he doing in them, the whole Marvel Universe, the biggest grossing profit brand of film, he is the face of it all, and you're sitting there, was launched by Iron Man and the success of Iron Man, you Mm -hmm. sit here shitting on about your Harry
0: Potter feature, and you're asking him what he's doing as Iron Man, I like a lot of actors, I just, I think, I think, I just, I am not part of the Robert Downey Jr. cult,
1: there isn't a cult. It's just appreciating he's a good
0: guy. You are all over Robert Downey Jr. I'm
1: a fan of him. I think he's good. Mark is too. But I can appreciate yeah, a good yeah, actor. This guy, this guy likes break. Lines. DiCaprio.
0: Yeah, of course. Yeah, he's a fantastic actor. Brad Pitt. Yeah, I think he can be really good in stuff. I've seen him not so good in things. Do
1: you know what he? Do you know? Do you know what Dan is? <laughs> remind me to never go to the cinema with Dan. He's one of those people you'd sit there. It'd be a great film. Everyone knows it's a great film. At the end, everyone's <laughs> you'd leave and Dan'd go.
0: Yeah. Well, I wouldn't go to cinema with you if you're standing up clapping. I always clap at the... I clap in game. Woo! Like that. Uh, What was that? Something about him having snacks. I think that's a...
1: Brilliant. You missed (laughs) the best beer. They had set people try and find these snacks before filming. He would hide them.
0: But the point is, so... They, not, they obviously have to shoot multiple shots. So there's a point where he's just kind of inconveniencing everyone because someone's got to go out and buy him another snack. Oh, because he was such a big part in the Avengers. Did you know that Tom Holland on his
1: screen test, one of the main reasons he got Spider-Man was because they put him in front of Robert Downey Jr. to ask, what do you think? Yeah. So not just, not just the, not just the, well, what's you, he doing as Iron Man? Just, it,
0: it does it, seem that all roads, all stories around acting come back to Robert Downey Jr. sometime. It's, I, I wouldn't, wouldn't put it past me if he's bullshit all of this. Hey, you only got the part because you, uh, they get in front of me and I said, kid, give this guy a role. Tom Holland literally said it on Ellen. What I mean, wouldn't it be awkward if in my illustrious acting career if I do come across Robert Downey Jr.? I have, I've interviewed him. Great guy. That's why you like him. Mark, give us the last fact of the show. Agrabah, where Aladdin is set, was derived from an anagram of Baghdad because that was where the film was originally meant to be set. Mm, yeah. Okay. And then the Gulf War happened. And they went, probably shouldn't set a film in Iraq. So they came up with the fictional town of
1: Agrabah. Aladdin is an anagram of Baghdad.
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> I was sitting
1: there, I was like, what are you talking about?
0: What? No, Agrabah. Agrabah. It's, it's not an exact oh, anagram. In Aladdin, it's called Agrabah. Yes. It's, it's, I've never it's, it's, seen Aladdin. How have you never seen Aladdin? Oh, saw, you know, you know, you know I've never seen it? Lion King either. You know in it? Robert Downey Jr. Is he Is really? yeah, he actually? Are, are fantastic. Fantastic. I've never
1: seen Lion King. Yeah.
0: Oh, he's in that as well. How have you never seen The Lion King and the
1: Because Mark, right, we're not all like you.
0: Those are two cult films. Cult How have you gone gone through your childhood? Is Lion watching? King that good? Yes. It's brilliant. Mm, really? Dad. Yes, yeah. Yeah, fantastic film. It's based on Even he thinks it's good. I mean He's it's based on Shakespeare, character. isn't it? Yeah. It would possibly would not surprise you to know. I knew this. I wasn't Aladdin. no, I was oh, that'd be good, wouldn't it? That'd be good. And you know what wasn't that bad? I thought the new Aladdin with Will Smith wasn't horrendous. <laughs> no, nah, was good. Uh, very interesting. I'd love to go to well, maybe not now. Probably wouldn't go to Baghdad right now, but I'd love to go to a Middle Eastern city and see if they are all as mystical as the film Aladdin makes them out to be. I would love to see you go to a Middle Eastern city. I'd be like Aladdin and just w- leave you there and see you try and
1: go. Oh, it'd be wonderful, down. wouldn't it? He would just he'd get hung.
0: <laughs> or when he's running away. One step hanged. One step. Ahead of the deadline da, 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 da. He's beaming <laughs> I corrected him on grammar <laughs> He's so annoyed It's my favourite thing to do Is correct people with hung and hanged How sad does that make me Yeah, I, that's very good Because originally you think it's because It sounds a bit like abracadabra So it's a bit magical and mas- Yeah m- m- mystical, and mystical, mystical But no, and magical. They basically wanted to set it in Baghdad Then the Gulf War broke out And they went Oh, that's not ideal uh, So they tried to make an anagram in Baghdad Couldn't quite So then just ends up with Agrabah Last fact of the show, I'm a bit reticent to share this because I think it leaves an annoying precedent for maybe you want to kick me out of this country. A Dutch vegan applied for a Swiss passport and had her application rejected because she was told she was too annoying.
1: Why does vegan come into it?
0: Because she was a vegan. She had lived in Switzerland for a while with her family. She was 42 when she applied for the passport. She lived there since she was eight years old. She has kids who are Swiss nationals, but because she's a vegan, she's always banging around on marches, protesting, don't eat the poor dead animals, bang, 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 banging my bell. I think there's a part of it. She's an animal rights activist. Mm. She applied to get a passport and the residents re- uh, petitioned so that it would be rejected because she was too annoying. The residents committee said that if she does not accept Swiss traditions and the Swiss way of life, she should not be able to c- become an official national. I get so a part of I'm very it. very upset if you don't eat the Swiss cheese. I get a part of it. They you know, it. I'm, all, very
1: holy. I'm all for... God. We, all for, we're at
0: an end you. of this episode.
1: I'm all thank for being, you know, vegan, vegetarian, doing the right thing. But sometimes it does get a little bit like, you know... Trying to push it on people, I think.
0: In fairness, knowing vegans, she probably wrote, I'm a vegan every third word of her application. So, yeah. Yeah, well, I'm, I mean, I'm not vegan, vegetarian, kind of dipping in and out of the world of vegans. Yeah, you I mean, don't really I, push I, I it on know. people. I don't feel you do. I don't feel you do. No, but you understand why they do. Of course. Yeah. Like, I don't know. You, you, you've you, spent at least 40 minutes of this episode pushing on your lover, Robert Danny Jr. to me. Mm. I found it quite annoying, but I didn't say anything oh no you said you, you, you said a lot of things oh, oh. didn't say anything it's all it's all <laughs> edited out Are oh, we just Did i just let him live in his little fantasy world best actor ever that's that's what i heard what's your like hill that you would die on so you know like so this this lady her hill that she would die on is she does not want people to eat or use any product taken from an animal mm. connor mm. Is that Robert Downey Jr. is the best actor in the world and the Iron Mans worthy of Oscars? I actually never said that, but is that you know? No, I don't
1: think he's best actor in the world. I think best actor in the world is probably Heath Ledger. What
0: am I meant to say with
1: that? Well, exactly, but I, I I agree. I think Joker was the.
0: What am I meant to say with that? wonderful. Heath Ledger, Mark, an actor that. What hill
1: would you want to die on?
0: I would die on the hill that Google Sheets make a podcast a lot easier to just manage and to control. And I he was to actually whack. decided. <laughs> to use them oh, right. then life would be a lot easier I'll tell you what so we released the last episode but recorded it pre-Super Bowl this is the first I one I would also like to say this guy got the Super Bowl prediction right this is what Rams we, by three. we are we are recording this podcast God. post-Super Bowl sorry but, hold on but it's been out a little while the Super Bowl is over a week old hold what? on hold on. What? no
1: no no quickly you predicted the Rams they're the man city of American football they were always going to win the other ones were the underdog, and you predicted they win by three. It's pretty average, it's pretty, you know, ordinary prediction.
0: I mean, last time Rams got to the Super Bowl, they were the favourite, and they lost 27-3, so... Isn't that predictable? But the
1: last game that they played in the Super Bowl was their teams like they do now? I mean, they have literally got all the stars.
0: Doesn't necessarily make you a good team. Oh. They, uh, did, they did not win. Uh, look at Newcastle. They, they did not win. Look at
1: Newcastle. The minute you start buying good players, what happens? You're winning games.
0: They haven't actually played many of those players, though, yet.
1: It was a good Super Bowl, I thought. I
0: enjoyed it. I didn't it was, see if yeah. It was any good. It was very good. It was really good. Very good. And I and finally understand it. Very good half time show. Yeah. Very good
1: half time show. How many ribs did you eat? Uh I would say around
0: about forty five.
1: Can I ask you a question? Okay, yes. so if anyone didn't hear the last episode, Mark's a big American football fan yes. and you always celebrate, you do a lot of food and you you know, enjoy it all. Yes, yes. You were on your own this year, weren't you? Yes. So <laughs> what did you do for yourself? Because this makes me laugh. You in the I, kitchen. I, I, made, I made the same
0: amount of food and just ate it all myself because I'm a fat bitch. Right. I thought, yep. I thought you were looking quite slender today. I, I did. I've been to the gym. I, yeah. Yeah. Bending machine. Right. Best machine. Brilliant. Oh, God. Just, <sighs> you set him up for like a new joke, and it's just.
1: We put ourselves in the comedy
0: bracket on <laughs> the podcasts. I know. Film yeah. this week as well. Mm. Thank you very much for listening to another fantastic episode of your favourite fact podcast, Baffled. What have we learnt this week? Well, for 1400 years, if you wiped your bum, you'd get a wood chip up your arse. Also,. Robert Downey Jr. is such a crazy guy. He hid food on set and everything. And the earth doesn't exist. Thank you for listening. Say goodbye, Connor. See you later. Say goodbye, Mark. Bye. And we will see you with a brand new Connor Explains in a few days' time. Bye-bye.
2: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince.